In this podcast, we review pilot episodes of popular TV shows with a dose of shenanigans along the way. I'm Baden. I'm Dave. And this week we're doing ABC's Twin Peaks. So sit back, relax, and don't blame the pilot. Don't blame the Um, if, if you're not already tuned in to what's going on this episode, you've clearly read the title. We have Bacho. Bacho is back, baby. I take and charge. Yes. <laughs> now he's going to take control of the podcast. See you in a bit, guys. This is Bacho's show now in a bit. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm really I'm much more excited to talk about this than, uh, than Batwoman. Batwoman. Yeah. What an appalling disappointment that was. Yeah. It was such a shame because we couldn't really have a great discussion about it. Obviously, just um, before this podcast, we were having great debates on, you know, Ben Shapiro and the Irishman, both very, you know, um, complicated matters, I guess. So it was, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, but obviously, but Batwoman was, was absolutely terrible. So it's good to actually, you know, do something a bit more decent, I think. How are you, Dave? Is you all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Absolutely fine. I've got... Uh I kind of he's, he's happy that the Formula One was on today. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. T- it's a conversation killer, so I'm not gonna. Uh, it is. So don't. Not gonna talk about it. No, no, no. Uh, it was good. Watch drive. Watch drive to survive. It's great. So there you <laughs> we're go. Gonna re- we're not gonna. We're never gonna. Re- there's no that. point. Like I said, there's, there's no <laughs> point in reviewing documentaries anyway. It's pointless. They're. Uh, yeah. They're My only weakness: documentaries. Yeah. They. I mean, they usually all. Good. What's like? I'm trying to think of something. Where I'm not interested in it. Like, uh, oh, this might sound a bit harsh, but like uh, Blackfish. Have you seen that? Yes. Uh, yes. It, it's it's SeaWorld Wales. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's a great documentary. And it's not that it's not that I'm like, I don't feel bad for the, uh, the killer whales and all that. I, it's just that, I mean, like, I, I just didn't, you know, if someone said, like, do you want to watch a documentary on uh, SeaWorld? I would have went, hmm. No. Well, it affected Steve that much that he kind of, uh, I can't remember what stunt he pulled. He like he jumped on the top of like a tower that overlooked SeaWorld to protest the, the whales. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you always got a hint of like, stuff like that, though, didn't you? Like, I mean, I, went, I remember seeing like a sea lion at Flamingo Land with like, a ball on its nose. And, uh, even like when I was like really, really young. I Way to thought, bring it to the UK there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Flamingo Attacking Flamingo Land. <laughs> <laughs> Get them closed. Do they still have flamingos there? Yeah, must yeah. do. They must. Was that originally what Flamingo Land was? Just flamingos. Uh, and I thought, oh, we should put a few rides in here. I don't know. I bet. It, I bet it's like unrelated. I bet it was like a flamingo carousel or something that they had. <laughs> and then that was that's it. Yeah. Cool. Great conversation, David. So, Bacho. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> you've. Uh, <laughs> You've uh, you, you've reached a bit of a milestone on YouTube, and um, I saw your little big big boy shout out. There's, there's, you, you have a lot of crazy uh, crazy fun fans, don't you? Yeah, I've well, just some weird people on Instagram. Yeah, uh, with weird. That was a weird video. Didn't really know what I was doing. Just thought, oh, like okay, it. here's an Instagram. Here's a page. Here's a page. Don't know what this is for. For go at it if you make of it what you will but yeah it was it must have worked though because you got like you nearly got an extra hundred subscribers off the back of that video so i've been absolutely like smashing um instagram i have been messaging a lot of people like it's mainly down to that at the moment yeah i gotta say but 
yeah, expose well, the inner workings. But I have just been like messaging, contacting loads of people, getting people who would have been. Yeah, it doesn't matter because yeah, another tangent. But what, what yeah. are you thanks, gonna, thank what, you, what you for your. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for all the batch of subscribers. What are you going to do for your thousand subscriber special? Uh, Why have you not planned that far yet <laughs> to put you on the spot? I'll do an. I'll, I'll do something funny or what uh what i think is supposed to be funny i'll maybe i'll do another shout out i don't know something cool yeah you should do a discord chat with all your thousand subscribers and see if you can even comprehend what's going on yeah that'd be a fun experiment <laughs> just be distorted wouldn't it like it's so bad but I'd oh, you, oh yeah i'll have like a zoom meeting with all of them all of them yeah why not yeah <laughs> just do it oh. yeah Hello. Yeah. You can do a Minecraft server, Fall Guy server. Do anything, man. I'll, I'll do. You can do anything. So I just host some sort of parish, some sort of church thing. <laughs> say, literally, like host a Everyone's sermon. Everyone's got the cosplayers, them. Yeah. No, it's not a cosplay. This is real stuff. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> just, like, just, yeah. just like all of a sudden, completely irrelevant. I don't know. Just whatever. You can do anything. So I'll, I'll just maybe play a, a video game, gaming. Uh, so even gaming. a specialist just you bachelor gaming. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, you, you can have one of those really clickbaity um, thumbnails as well of like arrows pointing the things and you were shocked face. Yeah, I like think that could work. Oversaturated face, like really like wide eyes. Yeah. Man oh gets God, to a thousand subscribers, instantly regrets it. Like that. Yeah. You're not seeing those. Uh, there's like a, a kid that managed to get like millions of subscribers. Because he did a 70, 72 subscriber special and he lived like somewhere in um, Canada, I think, and it was the winter and he was only about 12 and he uh, <laughs> he went out and um, he went out and camped out like out in the snow in his little tent and like nearly fucking killed himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> for, 70, for 72 subscribers, he was like, oh yeah, my 72 subscriber special, I'm going to go out and camp and yeah yeah and he like eventually had to he like he had to give up halfway through and he was like well my feet are gonna fall off so i've got to go inside now you have to go in for tea yeah and um but it like it blew up like everybody just loved him for that well well, funny enough you know um, but back in the day the number one job that kids wanted was to be an astronaut that Mm -hmm. that was like the number one thing the number one now is a youtuber slash influencer well, gamer. ironically, gamer. it's more re- it's more realistic, you know. It's a more realistic dream. It is than being an astronaut. Yeah. So <laughs> it, they're, they've got more sense to them, really. Than yeah, what but, but we this is your had. dream job, David, YouTuber. Yeah. Well, we're, we're trying. I, f- I feel like astronauts <laughs> are very early dream to have. Then you realise how dangerous and nearly yeah. pretty much impossible. And always humans just aren't supposed to go to space it feels like sometimes I I couldn't I couldn't do it Baden will vouch for me like if I even look at a photo of space I like I can't even bear it I just like it freaks me out it's so weird like but I I can watch like gravity you know like uh, like because I know it's not well yeah because I know it's not real and then but like a real photo of like a spatial in space I just like it's like I get vertigo it like freaks me out just kind of get my balance weird proper weird but um anyway there's gonna be no segues they're into twin peaks so i'm just gonna say <laughs> that um well I, I was gonna ask you if um if you'd seen it because I, I i haven't had time to say anything this week but i wonder if anyone wanted like anything they care 
care to yeah. share or anything like that. Oh no, I've been terrible this week. I watched a, I watched a Disney film every night. <laughs> Which yeah. ones? Uh, I watched Hercules. I watched Aladdin. I watched The Princess and the Frog. And like I said, I'd like I didn't even have to fucking look up who did the um, the soundtrack. I knew straight away it was Randy Newman. I just mm. fucking knew. He's just got a way of writing, and I like. It's just oh, for Princess and the Frog. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just knew straight away it was him. Only in New Orleans, all <laughs> that. Like it's just blatant. And uh, but it was good. And then uh, what? Uh, what else? Oh, I only watched three then. So no, not seven. I only watched three films. Uh, and I've got a good film on Disney Plus. It's weirdly on Disney Plus. I didn't watch it this week. Um, yeah, uh, Bringing Out the Dead is by Martin Scorsese. It's really different. It's got Nicolas Cage in, but it's a really cool film. And it's just hap- It was on my list for ages, and I thought, okay, this is one that I'll have to just wait for. S- like, it's a, a rare niche weird film, mm. but it came up on Disney Plus. I was like, all right, okay. It's a pretty cool uh, film, different for Scorsese. So yeah. Bring out your dead. Bringing out the dead. Bringing out the dead. Bring right. out your dead. Bring out your yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing out the dead. Yeah, right. Cool. Well, check that out. So, uh, yeah, j- j- just uh, just as a little, slight little overview of um, Twin Peaks. And initially, what, m- what my thought was just to kind of open the conversation up a bit. Uh, th- this is, I can't decide if I like this or not, but I can't stop thinking about it. Ooh, okay. Nice. And I'll leave it at that for the time being. And hopefully, you <clears throat> guys can help me out with that. I know, Batcher, you, you have a little bit of information because we're kind of figuring out what to watch first what what was the pilot what was what's going on with this is that me (laughs) (laughs) okay as well if you want synopsis um so it starts off with a very iconic scene that's been probably parodied millions of times um it starts off with a murder a murder mystery uh of a young girl a town teenage girl and as the the pilot go, draws on, you realise how connected she is to the overall, all the people in the town. It's kind of like a, it's a wonderful life thing, but you see everyone's like completely broken up by it and there's all this different narrative threads coming out of it and other stuff going on. But yeah, an FBI agent gets called down, a, a, a police investigation starts, but also there's love triangles and what have you and there's lots to talk about, so... Uh, yeah, what did uh, Dave think? God, well, it w- it was nowhere near as like weird as I thought it was going to be yeah. overall. So the only other David Lynch thing I've seen is a razor head, and I've only seen about <laughs> and I've only seen about uh, I think twenty five minutes of it. I um, when I was at uni, my housemate uh, me and him got really stoned, and he was like, "I've got a DVD of a razor head," and I was like, yeah. oh, "Okay." Put it on and it like made my skin crawl. Like, and it was good. Don't get me wrong, it was good, but I was like, I was like disturbed. So I, uh, I went, oh, nah, nah, nah. I kind of, um, kind of watched nah, it. So, so I didn't know what to expect. I, I thought like, and I've seen parodies of like the dream sequences, which I know come later on in stuff like The Simpsons and like uh, King of the Hill and like a lot of other nineties shit, you know. And but really, it was a uh, there's an exception of a few characters, but I thought that a lot of them were like surprisingly lifelike to me, mm. you know, 
Um, this, I mean, there's the big red's wife with the eye patch. I don't really know what her crack is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had that in my notes as well. Like, oh, yeah, the um, the girl. Uh, what's what's her name? Audrey. Um, the one who kind of fucks up the deal with the Norwegians. That that whole that's two separate one. scenes. Yeah, that mm-hmm. like that was all like out of place, but not like terribly out of place. The deer head on the table that yeah. just kind of gets ignored. And I've got I've got something good as well. You know the the lamp that was flashing when um, Agent, Agent Cooper is. Uh, oh. oh yeah 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 he's um, examining Laura Palmer's right. body. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was uh, that was just really broken. The light and they just left it that way. <laughs> I got that as yeah. well. I, yeah. I looked that up. Because I, I, I was going to say that. I thought didn't. I thought that was like because it's like right center shot exactly the same as what the uh, the deer headed thing is. So I thought like right is that like a thing that he does, you know? And I kind of looked through all the trivia and stuff like that, and there was no mention of the deer head, but there was mention of. I think that was a joke though, the deer head thing, wasn't it? Yeah, but I thought the light might have been as well because it doesn't like it's not a, a particularly like a tense it's, it's, scene it's kind of pointless but maybe it maybe it's like an atmosphere that lynch mm. likes to do there's like a certain surreal even it's not surrealism but there's a certain like someone's off it, about everything mm-hmm. it's weird that there's um that happened to not be real that he, that it was just a malfunctioning bulb and he said yeah keep it in there because it goes well with the scene and i like that effect mm, yeah but like static light and like flickering is like a common visual theme throughout his whole work Mm-hmm. So it is weird, yeah, and he, he does say a lot of times, quite a lot in his uh, throughout his throughout his career, that like, oh, this was a complete accident, and it just happened. And he is a bit like that, isn't how he approaches directing. He says, okay, we're going to go to this place, we're going to go to the location, and you, you, you just got to let your mind figure stuff out and come up with weird ideas, and you won't exactly know where it's all going to head, mm-hmm. but you'll figure it out. And he kind of does that nicely. It's all. I can see it being very pretentious in someone else, another director, but he kind of, for me, pulls that sort of uh, system off, that kind of pattern, of that way of doing it off. He's yeah. he, he's kind of the guy who started the, a lot of the cliche student trends. Uh, it, 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 like, Razor Hell, like, I actually watched it at uni and I, I loved it, but I couldn't understand why, but there's a lot of visual kind of, I guess filmmaking stereotypes which you, which loads of students use like, like you said the flashing lights and you know like it being black and white and all you know all these little like weird weird things but since he was the guy to kind of, I wouldn't say pioneer but since he was the guy who's known for doing that he, he, he can get away with it I think but it's like it's like contemporary art in motion isn't it like mm. a razor head that's what I got from it it's sort of yeah. weird um, interpretation yeah yeah Ambiguous. I mean, then again, I don't know what the hell happens in the end. I just remember a guy with big hair <laughs> freaking me out. <laughs> so, that, yeah, you probably Jack Nance. You, yeah, I mean, all right. Yeah, yeah, for the record, like I am not like a druggie, right? It's just it just so happens that uh, that Everyone was there was one time I watched Derek and I wasn't a come down, and there's one time that I watched a razor head and I was on weed. But that that, that that's not a common thing. <laughs> I swear. Wait till the oh, this happens again. I know, yeah. yeah I've got, like, I'm sure there'll be something else where I'll go, oh, yeah, I watched that on speed or something. But yeah. that is cool. I, I don't know. I, it's it's so much better to the alternative of just like, you know, that wishy washy 
shits of like oh, all perfect human beings. I like that anyway. And, well, I yeah. mean, I think I um just to go slightly off track for a sec, I did say I was uh I've been with people that were all high watching Enter the Void and I was sober <gasps> and I was like, Oh my god, this is like I just didn't get it. I didn't get it. It was so <laughs> like I like slow as well, but my god, that was like uh, I, d- I don't even know how to explain it. But I just I didn't connect with me at all. I've, I'm guessing. Have you seen it? That film? Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Um, yeah, it was full on. Uh, it. I can't. I, I knew it was like what was it like an ass. No, it's an after-death experience. Yeah, I knew it was going to yeah. be trippy and weird and a little bit disturbing. That's like a DMT uh, yeah. trip, isn't it? He starts on it. DMT and then he gets he gets shot or stabbed or something. And it's all from his it's his perception, like literally, mm. like his eyes and um, the crane shots and all the the how they get the the flowing nature of the the camera and just to like how it, it feels so fluid and natural how it kind of goes around um, like. A, what is it word ambivalent what is the word ambivalent force yeah just yeah it's it's really good in terms of that and it's it's grim as well it's just like the places he goes and he dies in that horrible anyway this is a another thing but yeah yeah it's dingy dingy apartment in japan isn't it or something is it an apartment or is he in a bar i don't remember but yeah i'd like um that wasn't for me there's a bit in that when he's on um he smokes dmt and then there's like a quarter of an hour segment where it's like it sort of looks a bit like 2001 except it's obviously like very like it's like computer generated visuals and i was like oh my god this is going on forever but maybe uh, i might have been the only one that didn't like because <laughs> everybody else seemed to swear by it they were like oh it was amazing well speaking of things that you know, you you saying that went a bit too long. Did do you think Twin Peaks went on a little bit too long? I, I felt like they could have easily ended it where you find out that that biker dude has the other end of the the necklace. It's, I, it's, it's what I personally think. Or, or am I missing something? I lo- I loved every minute of it. Like I, I really, really did. I was surprised. Um, and funnily enough, I don't know like how it goes throughout the rest of the season. I'm guessing it gets fucking really mad but i know and i know there's a few different versions of this pilot we've watched the one that's available on like amazon and um yeah on how Google does that Player. end what's the crack with that then how I, I can it ends with laura's mother the one we've watched ends with laura palmer's mother uh on the couch and she she wakes up and starts screaming and um you see a hand with a brown leather glove uh reaching for the other side of the locket that was buried yeah. by the biker okay whose name yeah. has just left me but um that, that, that's the short version yeah that was um, an hour and hour and 34 the one that we was watched the short version mm. that we watched yeah wow so i i saw the longer version and i did we had a discussion about this i think i was dave i was talking mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. but yeah there is a, a cool little reason i i did actually it's my set so i got to say this the second time watching um, and the first time I saw it, I was pretty much in the same boat as Baden. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, that is, 
this is not as weird and surrealist as I thought, and it's kind of like a soap opera. What? And I, I'm always trying yeah. to figure out what's the crap with this. Why did this blow up at the certain time? Why did this hit a certain niche? I'm always trying to figure it out and overthink. But this time, and I, I've watched the whole thing through like a year ago, and I'm and I can't really get into my opinion of the whole thing, but there's stuff that I really love about it overall. And looking back, and you know, you can't stop thinking about it. Like I'm talking about the whole thing. So I know I've always wanted to go back and see it. So this is like a great opportunity, a great excuse to do it. Yeah. Um, and I, um, yeah, the extended version of the pilot like fucking flew by, and I loved the, every minute of it this time. Apparent, like, appar- apparently, there's a there's a third cut of it that got released in Germany, where um, and I think there was a, another network that got it as well. That um, they made they made it a film as well. Yeah just in case it didn't get taken up as a series so the, that's exactly the, what i yeah is yeah. that what you watched that's what i was i was, I was gonna say they made a extended pilot to sell as a straight to vid uh, straight to video film in europe or something right like if it didn't get picked up as a pilot i've got some other stuff about well this is like going with tangents but yeah like bob Iger got it made uh-huh. he got right. it to air which is quite interesting i had no idea he was head of abc in those times yeah and he's he's a ceo of disney at the moment isn't mm. he yeah 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 yeah, Bob Iger, yeah. and did abc <coughs> become nbc um, abc funny enough is owned by disney i always get mixed up between abc and nbc but it's all AB- yeah abc is the one that has like the rainbow semi circle yes. um I'm, I'm not thing. sure if disney bought with bob Iger bought it first i think that might be his first acquisition you know funny enough so it's quite i think that that makes sense that he used to be the ceo there it's, it's just really interesting like he really pushed for it to get air because to get on air because everyone else all the other like, no, executives were like what's the we don't we don't think this is going to do well and they showed it to younger the younger generation and they uh, got on with it a bit more but I've got like a little other thing. I did show it to. I watched this. Watched the um just to. I watched the shorter version as well, mm-hmm. uh, just in case. And I watched that with my mum and dad. Because they'd already heard about it. Oh uh, right, yeah. W- when they were growing up, well, not growing up because. <laughs> <laughs> um, they remembered it when it first came out, and they never got on with it. And I'm always telling them about it. You know, it's pretty, anyway. And I just thought, okay, let's just check it out. I wanted to see like what they thought and like if they could give me more information as to like what the context of that coming out in that period in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't really, um, they weren't at the end of that. We're, we're not really able to give you much insight, really, mate. But um, <laughs> uh, they, all I know is um, they kind of really disliked it and thought it was like a, a shit soap opera. Wow. And yeah, and like I bought. Oh, and that kind of maybe come at, come like a stance. I thought like you guys might. There's a chance that you guys might think that as well. Like this more surface level soap opera side of it. And that I kind of prepared a little mini argument in terms of the defense of this like pastiching like different. Uh, sorry, I'm going absolutely rambling on. Oh, no, 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 it's no, fine, no. Honestly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Um, just yeah, I don't want to be like over it, but I just I just wrote a lot of cool stuff down. We got you on for a reason, Batcher. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just um, I looked up a few places that it's similar to shows that were big at the time called Dallas Dynasty and Knots Landing. And I, you see, I don't know anything about these soap operas, but I keep, I always hear that it was kind of making fun of those sort of things, whilst at the same time telling a very 
heartfelt story and it's and i was going to say this as well it's ridiculously hard of a in terms of this episode and the thing as a whole it's a ridiculously hard specific tone to strike mm-hmm. and the fa- uh, it, and i think oh you can only have someone who just knows how to do it that well i it's it's just it's so specific and i think it was it's it's so well done and unique and just impossible to replicate if if like anyone else was doing it funny i mean i think people have tried i'd, I'd actually i saw a lot of uh that riverdale thing that we watched a couple of weeks ago is like kind of similar i don't know if you was good i was i was just gonna say that yeah i I think i i I thought this was a better version of riverdale yeah yeah well i mean anything we could make a better version than riverdale (laughs) but um also i don't know if uh, if either of you have seen ozark but um in setting it's very similar and um i don't know there's a character in that an fbi agent called agent petty and the guy the cast is the like he's not the spit but he's very similar in his mannerisms and his appearance <laughs> to agent cooper he's complete i thought he was quite different really he's quite a cynical man wasn't he he's he, quite he's um he's a very different character but i thought the actor specifically reminded me of the actor that plays um cooper the um i am thinking of the right guy the one who has he's has the relationship with his fbi partner in ozark that's the one i'm thinking of um and yeah i i i thought it was intentional i always thought this because um even before i'd uh ever seen twin peaks you i think most people they know the theme song which is unreal and um the, yeah yeah the no laura palmer and the no agent cooper no matter what, and when I saw Ozark, I went, "Wow, that guy looks really like the Twin Peaks dude." Well, it's it's the same guy who played Agent Cooper in Sex and the Sea. That's where I know him from. <laughs> so, so that's my little connection. Funny enough, the guy who played, I think, the the father, he was Tony in West Side Story. Which was Ray my... Wise, the Laura Palmer's father. Yeah, and I was just yeah, like, he was wow. Born. wow, yeah, I've, he, seen, he, I've seen him great. show up in a few things. He was in he's one of them, isn't he? He's yeah. briefly in Fargo. In the TV series Fargo, is Fargo similar to this in a weird way? Mm. Yeah, I, th- I was going to ask that. Do you think because like, Fargo the film oh, came out after? Yeah, it's like a bit of comedy, like a bit of dark comedy, slightly wedged in there a little bit. Yeah, um, unconventional like police, like law enforcement, like mannerisms and stuff. Do you like but just the the first scene and like the overall tone? Do you like the? What did you think about? Just um, Andy at the start crying at the sight of the the scene of the crime because well, I thought that was a really nice little touch that yeah, just doesn't occur. I, I like that. I I thought that was just emphasized like the you know like how small Twin Peaks is and how little like how unlikely it is for stuff like that to happen. That the police officer that's dealing with the situation it's, is crying. It's it, it's it's actually good. Um, it's it's good character structure because you have. Uh, um, you essentially have a few characters who you need to kind of, who who kind of serve the plot in a certain way. So the fact that he's crying kind of indicates that he only cries when he sees a dead body. Right. So when he cries again, then you know it's a dead body. So he serves a function, doesn't he? Same with that. Um, oh yeah. Same yeah. with that girl who 
who puts the heels on at the start. There's, I, I saw that shot and I thought, he's going to fucking use that again because the mm-hmm. shot's kind of pointless in that scene. But then when you bring it back, you realise, ah, oh, it's her, so you don't need to go, you don't need to just yeah. do any more exposition. So I th- it's just really good writing. It's a really good and, way of um, visual story, yeah. It, it, exactly. So um, I, there's obviously other ways that he does this. He probably does it with every character, very subtly, Lynch. But um, yeah, it's just a great uh, like economical way of getting through the plot without using exposition. There so is there really is a cool. few shots he used twice. The, you know, the traffic lights in mm. the dark, where you only yeah. see the lights. But I'd, I'd, I'm only thinking of it now. And I didn't write anything down for it. I don't know what it was like actually representing. But uh, there, would, there would probably be a meaning for that. I can't remember. There's always a meaning. Yeah. There's always a meaning. He filmed at the time that this looks kind of weird and creepy. I just thought it was... Because at the time I was thinking like, yeah, it is a... Well, this time I was... Okay, there's, there's the soap opera... Um, I keep saying the same word. There's the soap opera like surface level. Mm-hmm. But there's so much like little nuances that help it, like stuff that Lynch is putting in. There's like close-ups of like f- the fire at random times. There's like really um, mm. odd stills and like kind of purposely stilted dialogue. I don't, I don't know. It's just it seems really like purposeful and it adds to the tone. Like there's something, there's something nice, but there's also there's just something wrong with everything. And well, the way, I, I, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I, I was, I was just saying. Like, um, I, I think that goes back to what I was saying to begin with. The reason why I, I'm not sure if I like it or not. I can't help thinking about because I, I guess these little, these little cues, the, the little bits of the fire, you know, all these little things that you can't really quite describe. They, they kind of get stuck in your subconscious. I remember watching, um, oh Christ, what's it called? Um, Terence Malick. Uh, book. Is it the Book of Life? Um, that one with Brad Pitt. Yes. Yeah, I think that's book Tree it's of Life. Tree of Life. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched I watched that right, and because um, th- th- that film's really famous, so being either love it, it's a Marmite film, either love it or you hate it. Mm-hmm. And that's another film I can't figure out if I absolutely despise it or love it. But there's something that really sticks with me, and I think it's because of the visual storytelling of it. There's something really like ambiguous, and um, like you said before, the surface level of the soap proper it, it does kind of harken back. I I, I kind of thought they did that just because that was the time it was made in, but I think, you know, you, you brought up a to point. To survive, you mean, deli- like, just, to, yeah, to get on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, I thought that was just where the filmmaking was at the time, you know, like, you know, t- like, you know t- TV now is, like, so really high-budgeted. So I thought they were trying to go for, well, we'll just try and shoot with, like, Dallas or something. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what they were trying to go yeah. for, but the fact that you brought I'm, that up, I thought was a bit more... I'm not trying to, like, say it's, like, all intentional. I just think there is a... There is... They did have to just work with that structure, but they also... They do take opportunities to kind of play off it and i just think it's such a unique concept at least for the time maybe now not now but it's like one division for me is a very lightweight version of a show like this mm-hmm. and yeah yeah it is <laughs> like um the this i've got no structure to this uh, the score i i think we can talk about that i think yeah. the the music is like my favorite ever like music for television I think it's fucking it is, wonderful. It is. It's brilliant. The um and there's a certain theme that's used, um, particularly when a lot of the people are, like finding out about Laura Palmer's death, and it's like it's just a smidge above being melancholy music. It's almost like a yeah. joyous kind of like music, and uh, but everybody's upset. It happens a few times, and I'm thinking like, wow, it's so 
weird but it, it doesn't take away from the scene either it's just sort of like it's it's powerful music but it's not um it's like it's still in like a, a major key so like it's quite uplifting it's sort of it's weird that they <laughs> went with that but it, it works really well it works really well and um there's there's a bit as well when they're in the um the bar where the non-diegetic mu- music turns oh, into oh, the diegetic yeah. music because they're playing it on the stage and it's a uh, song beautiful, from the, the, the intro? beautiful stuff yeah yeah it's yeah. um they did that for a reason didn't they and i can't put my finger on it the reason why that that's the f- opening song and she sings it in the bar there's sure. a connection there i can't figure out i, d- I don't know well the 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 same person who did the theme song did the whole score for right. the um for the show angelo um, badlimenti yeah that's yeah. the dude and it's um that theme song's really unique and people try to imitate it but it's um the the thing that people miss it's uh that guitar it, it's a baritone guitar so it's like in between a normal one and a bass guitar and uh you can play those notes on a guitar or a bass, but it doesn't quite sound the same. So like, it's like a really, really unique thing. And then by the time anybody probably figured it out, uh, they just thought they were copying Twin Peaks anyway. So like, Twin the Twin Peaks theme owns the baritone guitar. It's amazing. Yeah. And then just a synth ensemble behind it. Really, so really, cool. really good. Um, it, that, that put I me- I didn't in, know that, but yeah, thanks, yeah. It put me in the mood to watch the whole show anyway, just because it's like, it's just something the that, tone. yeah, it's, yeah. It's just something that I guess all three of us have like. It's a theme song you've grown up hearing loads yeah, and loads and loads. Well, I've never from. heard of it before. Really, I've never heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe I think my, <laughs> I think my dad had a uh, a CD of like um, TV and film theme songs when I was a kid, and it was always on there. And I used to just like, I used to listen to that one loads. I loved it. Always loved that song. Yeah, I never knew where it was from, but it's it's always in pop culture somehow. I can't really pinpoint where, but I'm just I feel like yeah, it's just all yeah. Just there. yeah. There's also a theme that I've heard in loads of shows. Um, one with um, Cooper and uh, Sheriff Truman when they're in the car together. It's like uh, this sort of. I'm trying to. Yeah, and it's like a, a sort of a bass and an acoustic guitar, and they're like playing like really chill, like almost like Western bar stuff. Yeah. And um, I thought that was weird, but I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, it's it's. I, I was kind of begging for more because I thought this was gonna this whole show was gonna have loads of Mad Lynch stuff in it. It's, so it's I, I feel it was kind of it was kind of like it was kind of like, like teasing me like oh something weird's gonna happen in the music. Was I think that's strange. just down. To, sorry, I th- sorry. No, no, I think that's just down to. Um, like again with we wanted it a bit more experimental and we're expecting more experimental but again they do have to work within the confines of television exactly. yeah. yeah and the, and no, i guess right. under the context of what we were saying before they're trying to sell it as a pilot so um i guess yeah, they had to tone it down maybe what, what happened what happened at the end because I, I i was watching this and I, I turned off the lights and everything and I, I I don't get scared at anything really in films. Yeah, that freaked me out. I yeah. got a shock, and I was like, "Shit!" With the mother screaming, because the, the whole thing was really calm. The whole show was really calm. The music's really, you know, even the theme song at the start's really calm. And then that just happened. I was like, "Fuck!" And I couldn't process what was going on. What what was the the cliffhanger? 
because I got so scared. You're not supposed to really like we're talking about with the guy finding the. Oh, I wish you'd seen the um, the other version, but I know because it's, cause it's I, just her being like, "Sorry." No, go on, go on. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. My bad. No, um, it's just her, like the way. It's such love. Oh, so the Lin- David Lynch is so good. I think he's the best person in terms of being able to replicate uh, nightmare logic mm-hmm. and the, the, that specific tone. And even just her, like mm. she's got just a good scream. But her just screaming at you don't know the context, and that makes it more disconcerting. The fact that she's screaming at the top of her lungs, she's and then you just see that shot. Right? Yeah. Mm. Does but it, there's another, yeah. there's the other, sorry. The, no, 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 carry d- on, I'm just... D- one more um, thing about, because like, this ties into the the other version, she actually screams at something else in the extended right. one. It doesn't, I don't think it even... Well... Yeah, but, yeah. Can I have a, can I have a guess? Y- you can. Because, yeah. like, I'm just, like... Um, I, d- I just think... If it was in a film, she'll probably see. Um, I don't know, maybe like the killer or something like that. Like, um, oh, what was I gonna say? My brain's just melted. Sorry. Um, you are technically right, but it is done very, like it's still really creepy. Yeah. Always. Um. Yeah, I'm guessing we haven't seen the killer yet in the episode that we've seen. I'm guessing it's not like one of the like ensemble of characters that. Or we've maybe met we yet. have, and it's supposed to be a secret. Hmm. Maybe mm. I know. Just yeah, I'm kind of, I, Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely <laughs> gonna keep yes, watching it. It's um, like, but um, speak. Yeah, just just to move this forward. Like speaking of weird stuff, what what was happening with? So yeah. Because um, we haven't delved really much into the other characters, so you have. Um, I, I was going to talk about the the whole barking scene in the prison cells before I get to that. Uh, oh, I, I, I thought that was really strange, which I liked. You know, I, I, I like weird things. But the the kind of cool is he is he a rocker? I, I, I don't know what I don't know what the kids call it these days. You know, like the the cool kid. You know. Um, is this Bobby I, you're talking about? Yes, yeah, is, is, is that Bobby? Yeah, sorry. No, so, is it with mo- motorcycle motorcycle or? No, Bobby. it's the it's the other one. Laura's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah the boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, I thought there was something just really quite cool about his character, and and I one of my I think my favorite scene in this, and it wasn't because of anything great about. It, I just you, you know when you're watching a scene and you'd wish something would happen and it happens exactly how you imagined it. Right. So the, it's the scene where he's getting interrogated, and he's typing on. He types in. Is it what he typing on? The calculator. Oh. Is yeah, it a calculator. It, it looks like that kind of thing. It I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And yeah. um, but before he was doing that, I I, I thought to myself it would be really cool if he somehow secretly told the the sheriff, yeah, the police, the sheriff. Sorry, the sheriff that that he's not guilty because he could just tell because that would be a cool character moment. And he did it. And yeah. I thought that that's really fucking cool. And and I kind of thought like, oh yeah, the FBI agent would just know straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. Even before we cool went moment. to that room, because that's that's how they're trained. And I thought, because it would be kind of, I thought it'd be kind of dumbed down. Like most shows would kind of have the FBI agent go like, "Hmm, I'm still not sure. We've got to find more evidence." But in reality, the FBI agent would would just know straight in there. Do do FBI agents have that intuition in like in real life? 
Well, I, 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 don't, I don't know about real life, but especially the way TV shows have taught me, then, then yeah, I, I, absolutely. But I, I couldn't tell you about real life. But it, it does seem that way, that, that they're very trained to just notice the smallest, you know, they're supposed to be the best at this, you know, on, on the planet. So that's kind of their skill. We'll never, we'll never know. If, uh, like That's the way filmers p- portray them. I don't know how that is real life. You know, but, um, yeah. what you're saying about Bobby, yeah, for me, he's a character who, again, represents a the most basic sort of jock in terms of like, oh, he was late for practice again and he's been skipping <laughs> school. But yeah. the way he plays it and he kind of hams it up and he's like, something's up and he goes, where? And he looks look sort of just all, I don't know, that made me laugh. Uh, there's so, yeah, he, it's a bit where, when he's getting interrogated, he's proper like hamming up like, I didn't do it and stuff like that. It, what do you want to hear? Works, yeah. It, it's similar to, it reminds me of him, is it, is it Simon from The Inbetweeners? He's like, he's kind of a bad actor, but it, it really works. Yeah. I did, oh yeah, I didn't fucking do it, all right. But um, yeah, he's from, the actor Bobby's from uh, oh, Return of the Living Dead 2. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if either of you have seen that. I haven't seen it. No, but yeah, he's in. He's in that, which is basically like a just he, he uh, like, looks a like somebody being a zombie movie, wouldn't he? Yeah, it's like, like a high budget type. B movie. I guess was he, was he in Nightmare on Elm Street or something? He looks like that type of kid. Um, I don't think so. I did. I did a quick like background check on a lot of them just to see like where I would recognize them, you know. But um, yeah, he's from Return of the Living Dead too, and I was like, ah, well, I know that one. I've seen that one, so. What did you think of the? Uh, I thought the motorcycle guy was was cool. There's something quite funny about him because he's one of those people like you could you could completely imagine what he'd look like in his fifties. Do you ever get that with people when you look at them and think, "I know what you're going to look like when you're older." Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. Yeah. I got. I, I kind of got. I, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, how do you imagine he, he looks? I imagine him looking well, like. I, I can't exactly describe it, but you, you know, know the guy. You know the guy in Titanic that uh, finds the titanic and he's in aliens he's in loads of james cameron films so imagine him looking so, like sorry, him sorry what who's it? so he finds the titanic yeah he's no alien. he's on the you know on the um ex- excavation team right sorry yeah okay yeah sorry yeah, yeah no you're right yeah. not in the dock in the <laughs> 1910s the uh the do you know what i'm on about I'm that act- aliens as well that actor uh, uh yeah he's in aliens yeah. he's the one who goes we're gonna die man we're gonna die i haven't seen aliens oh uh, bill paxton yes I imagine him looking like him when he gets older. Yeah. Which so yeah, well, 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 I, I think he was a bit over the top as well, slightly. But I, I think it, I think it works though. It's 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 of its time, I think. Well, I thought he was quite reserved in comparison to some of the other. Oh, in comparison characters. to the in comparison <laughs> to Bobby, yeah, absolutely, and the guy who cries he, at everything. Yeah. He's very softly spoken, and it works in that end near the scene near the end where they kind of just that kind of goes on for a lot longer than. You'd think, and it's a it's a very odd scene. Anyway, do you want to cover more? Um, I really liked Audrey as a character. She's one of my favourites, and this time going around, yeah, I think her introduction again with the shoes, and her mm. her um, first appearance is the kind of first use of like more upbeat drum sounds, like because I was looking out for that the second time because I thought that the first. I, the first time I watched the first, oh, fucking hell, the 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 first time I watched it for the sec this recently because I watched it twice that would last this week. Mm-hmm. On first viewing, I th- I kind of thought or like sense that when Cooper arrives, 
that's when the positive music kicks in and it kick it's more um present after that when he comes in cuz it's all sort of bleak and it's everyone's like miserable and crying and then he comes in and he's all like positive and he appreciates the little things and he mm-hmm. wants to get the job done but he's also kind at every possible moment he can be mm-hmm. it's just a very good really unique weird character and well, yeah what did you think of like the introduction to him in that in the car i loved it um and i mean i guess even better at the time that like you, you not so common to have like a phone on you and he's talking into his dictaphone you know with the cassette and he's like <laughs> talking about the trees and stuff and he's like i've never seen so many trees and it's just it like uh, maybe what was the the line that he said when he was when he says i think the sheriff goes oh i should chase him down and he's just like i'm starting to he's like you're all right um oh yeah he does say something like that give me a donut yeah when they're waiting when they're waiting there it cuts to them in the car like three times three separate times and then uh He's just very good beat, isn't he? And just like, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, chill. In, in control, like you would want somebody from the Strong FBI to, to be. Is that Strong actually his character? Or is, that his, is that like a kind of technique that he's using? I, I'm guessing it's his actual character. Probably it's his character, okay. Um, I, know, I know FBI agents can put on like a front to kind of get more information out of people. I don't know. Well, Obviously, that's based off my uh, based off TVs, and films, <laughs> based so. off FBI characters films. in general. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's, it's good. Like he's just not like um, man in black kind of. Well, I'm taking over, <laughs> like kind yeah. of generic. And I want to ask because you seem to know a lot more about that era of shows. Is uh. this because I can, I always assume that this stuff is like really atypical in terms of. More, you'd re- you'd really have like your FBI agent being a bit more straight laced and serious, and he w- that scene in the car where he's talking about trees and he's always talked about coffee and donuts and stuff that would be non-existent in other in other shows like this. Mm. Um, I don't know the, the 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 first thing I can think of from the nineties uh, is the X Files. Like besides this, and that's two yeah. two FBI agents. There's Mulder and Scully and. Um, Mulder is David Duchovny's character and he's the one who like absolutely believes in aliens and he gets like the wool pulled over his eyes a lot of the time and then sometimes it turns out to be true and stuff like that and um and Scully's the opposite and she's there to help him narrow down like and actually you know solve cases you know without getting his head in the clouds um and are they similar to Cooper not really X-Files I mean even though I like it a lot it's not as <laughs> I can already tell it's not as good as Twin Peaks Twin Peaks is better mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, X-Files has like some similar themes where it can be like quite disturbing at times but it was still the 90s and it was still very much like there's a few episodes in a season that carry on like a longer narrative but for the most part it's like right here's a mystery solve it and done fuck off you know like you don't (laughs) have to tune in all the time um but like i don't know of anything like prior to twin peaks that's going to stand the test of time 
because I yeah, think I actually it, think this does. I think it, it, I think it was it's before, great. It was before the golden age of TV, wasn't it? It was because every show that we reviewed has been since um, God. What's, what's the sh- Christ? My brain's melted. What, <laughs> what, what, what's the sh- what's the show that started the golden age? Christ. Um, uh, Mafia. Oh, Sopranos. Sopranos. Christ. Yeah. So Sopranos kind of started that era of you know amazing TV. And, you know, before that, all I could really think of was, like, sitcoms, really, of, like, of really groundbreaking good drama. Obviously not dramas, but, like, TV shows in general. Yeah. And then, then again, every, every now and then I'd hear Twin Peaks would pop up. Like, mm-hmm. that, was, that was the show before it all kicked off. I just assume it's, like, the first very, um, like, arts... I can't say any other words at the moment, but just artsy, creative like sort of show because just how limited it was back then and how kind of a bit more cheesy and soft it was i think this is like ridiculously revolutionary for the time and the fact that they could there's all sorts of cool stuff i can't really say but uh, well yeah. as it goes as it goes on kind well, of thing we, we, we can listen cool stuff i i liked the um i thought the dad was was lovely and it, once again i think this is lynch deliberately defying kind of sitcoms like um, Dallas, uh, if that's, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, Who's like dad? Are you, talk, are you talking about uh, Donna's yes. dad? Yes, so, yeah. so the, the girl who sneaks out, yeah. And um, yeah, and, and, and I kind of like that moment when he was in the car and he's like, he's not mad because usually in the show you'd expect, oh, he's going to be pissed off or he's going to give her Damn a pain to. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, well, he I know you well enough that you, that you must have had a good reason to go out. And it's like, you need and to get quite, your sister's bike back and all that. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, it, there's loads of moments like that that completely go against what usually would happen. Same with that scene that I liked in the... Um, uh, yeah, same that scene I talked about before in the interrogation scene. Like, he does something, like, a lot different than what would normally happen in these scenarios, which I quite liked. And that mm-hmm. really took us off guard, just the dad. Because yeah, I was expecting him to go, like, you get here, Missy, and doing all that shit. And just like no, I thought, oh, that, that was quite nice. Mm. Just you know. there's like an, an ounce of compassion to everyone. Yeah. And but now, now that you've mentioned the soap opera thing, like Bachelorette, that I guess that scene in the car is very soap opery, like soap opery. That's not a word, but you know mm. what I mean. Um, it can be if you want. Where well, to me, the whole thing is, but the only way the the, the way it like works for me is like it is just having a. I can't go on. I can't explain. No, <laughs> well, um, it, it honestly. I, it seems the pair of you's got that, and that that went completely over my head because I've never like seen any of Dallas, and I know nothing of it. And as far as like that 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 ran for like a good few decades, didn't it? All I know from Dallas is that they always parody the ending and everything. There's, I know there's that there's a. I do know that there is a season that turned out to be a dream sequence, right? Yeah, it was all a dream. I think it was. One <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is nuts. <laughs> but, and he gets it's something like the, the the character gets out of the shower or something, and he's like the guy who was like dead, you know, a season ago. It was something like that. Yeah. And it was like such a like fuck you at the time. <laughs> yeah. God. Well. Um, I wonder when I a, that ended. Oh, sorry, Guam. I had a good because uh, I was looking through it notes because I did write something it down. I had a good like depict um, way of saying like what I thought the whole thing was doing so it's like on it is that i keep the soap opera thing mm-hmm. but what i feel like it is is each character has that soap opera shell but 
as these tragedies happen and certain events happen, like their real raw emotions is trying to just burst out and pierce the shell. And I, I sound completely pretentious here. This is my only way of visualizing it. But when you think of like the father, because when the um, when Leland the father learns about his daughter he's uh-huh. completely distraught like to an exaggerated degree yeah and i think it's so like weirdly human and genuine just because of how far he goes and how he's literally like completely completely um he's just completely forlorn he's completely he's out of control Can't, i don't have the words no but I, he's yeah i think you're right and the mother the mother's the same as well like uh in the next maybe maybe not immediately the next scene or the scene after that when she's almost like moaning instead of crying and uh, mm. funnily enough, I've got a review. I, I wrote a couple of reviews that I'll get to later. I wrote down, sorry, uh, that I found of like viewers reviews and somebody complaining about the acting, particularly of her in that scene, saying that it was so bad, which I thought was such a surprise. Because I thought I I agree with you though. Like I thought it was really genuine, where you just like break down. And it's, it's not even like a, it's like a hysterical crying, isn't it? Where like you can kind of argue that like, you know, like people are going to react in any sort of way in that situation. When he sees the body as well, he's very like sort of arms oh, flapping baby. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but this, <laughs> immediately before that, he's like, no, I need to see what they did to my daughter. Very casually. It's, it's both and funny then, and sad at it, the same time. Yeah. But, but it totally, totally works for me totally worked and um I, I well i didn't have a problem with any of the uh acting either and they'd like and for an, a show from the early 90s that's kind of fucking crazy when it's you think about it yeah, yeah that's like but he's got he's he's um he seems to have like i'm talking about david lynch here like he casts kind of oddballs Anyway, maybe he's just really good at, like... Or whoever does the casting for him is really good at picking, like... They're all, like, look kind of Lynchian, everybody mm. in it, you know? Well, he, he, I think he made this after he did Dune. Oh, yeah, Dune. W- which, um, which is a, apparently a, an awful, very, very weird film based off, obviously, the, the famous novel. I hate, I hate to, like, keep it away with my Lynchian rambling. No, go for but it. I do, I'm a big fan of his, and it's like, in the last year, I was, like, watching Twin Peaks at the same time, watching his entire, all his stuff, and I have kind of grown from being completely indifferent to him to, like, he's been one of my favourite directors now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Dune's the weakest one, but Blue Velvet, uh, which, if you haven't seen, uh, please watch it now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That is, I think, maybe my favourite one. It's very, um, but his, uh, David Lynch's agent, after he'd done Blue Velvet, he said, okay, David Lynch, he didn't, he said, maybe you should do a show. Or he he was very adamant about him doing a show. This is a good step for you to go in. And David Lynch was like, nah, I don't want to do that shit. I don't fuck with that shit. Uh, then was that the exact uh, words he said as well? Yeah, cool. Well, I got to, anyway. um, (laughs) The, he, but the 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 uh the agent said you could do a show where you depict the America that you depict in Blue Velvet a similar kind of um a similar kind of theme and the way I I can't get into it but yeah uh, I think you guys would get a big kick out of Blue Velvet as well in kind of as a companion piece to this so it's definitely a recommendation but that was like a cool bit of trivia yeah I will watch 
should I should I finish Twin Peaks before watching Blue Velvet, um, or should I just whack straight into that and then carry on with Twin Peaks? Finish. Um, uh, what? Just do whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> either way. What? Yeah. Thirty minutes of Blue Velvet, then three three episodes of Twin. Yeah, <laughs> go back. <laughs> well, I mean, th- there's, th- there's there's honestly so much to cover. Is there anything else? Because I'm I'm kind of I'm I, I, I'm I'm honestly enjoying um, used to uh, just just talking about the nitty gritty. Because there's a lot of stuff I I think I kind of n- not missed, but still just want like confirmation on. Is is there anything else you want to add? Anything you got down in your notes? Um, I've got a couple of things. There is another. There is yet another version of the pilot and the series, um, which has a narrator at the start of every episode. Does that make oh, the log lady? Yes, the yeah. log lady. What's right. that about? Have you seen any of this? There with the log lady doing the narration. It's. It comes with the the DVD I got the Blu-ray. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, each episode has a log lady intro. It's a pretty cool intro. Like the first time again, uh, this is like the year, the uh, first one, like the year ago viewing I did. I was like, oh, what's this? But the thing she says in this one, it was quite, uh, kind of ties into exactly what what a lot of we've been saying. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? No, no, no. I, I, I actually, so I, I did copy and paste that into my notes when I found out about that and it had the quote underneath. But I didn't. I mean, I might have it to hand. To be fair, Maybe it starts cool. with the one that leads to the many. Laura Palmer is the one. That's it. Yeah. This story is about a one, or it's this story is about a many, but it but it starts with a one. So it's kind of like what we've been saying, where it like starts with this murder of the sing- singular arc, but then yeah, goes into. It sounds like a uh, Twilight Zone intro. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. The way she was saying it there. I mean the way you were saying it there. Sorry, <laughs> I haven't heard her. <laughs> no, she. No, it is. I was. I was doing. Yeah. No, she's cool. Yeah, I forgot about Twilight Zone to be fair, because that I have not seen that. But that's like a one where you just you always know certain things are always uh, parodying it or trying to do what yeah. it's doing. Yeah. 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 Um, and what else? I mean, I've got. I've always got little bits of sound design stuff that I always think's weird. Like, there's a foghorn on the lake. Which is weird. Uh, is it? Yeah, there's foghorn, um, and well, for one thing, it's a lake, and uh, it's not even foggy. <laughs> but yeah, because of a foghorn. The foghorn. Well, but, but maybe the foghorn was coming from somewhere else. It's just, it's just there to like create the atmosphere. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. There's seagulls as well, and again, it's, Art- a, it's a lake. Artistic liberties, but, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's just did, like for the did the sound design feel. A very uh, kind of you knew exactly it was because you knew it was so obviously like added in like ADR is that mm-hmm. that's the word because yeah. that for me added to the whole semi fakeness of it whereas like these ridiculously obvious sound and it keeps happening in like later episodes I watch because I've watched the first season since the entire first season it's fucking yeah so get on it but Def- what, yeah. definitely the ADR at the time will have been a lot harder because it was all recorded a tape. So um, the actor will have had to do it onto the, like, not quite the master tape of the film, but you have to, like, do it, you know, like, if you do it nowadays, you can obviously move the dialogue 
like back and forth but then it was a lot harder and like splice and tape was and still is an art form it's like a lost art form now it's really hard to do and if you can do it you can make hella money oh. hella money <laughs> but um yeah I'd, i um i did notice it a couple of times but it was not enough to like you know it, it's sort of like where you catch somebody's mouth like for a split second and right. then they, they say a whole sentence you know i think uh, i remember sheriff truman like there was one that was the most blatant one to me Did, sometime I, after I, the I don't bar. think that, i don't think sometimes i don't know if this was maybe the style of the times but i feel like the music kind of just dropped off very quickly at times hmm. But I don't know if that was maybe what he was trying to go for. I, well, I'm not sure. I did. I did think to that because one of my notes early on was like, "Oh, um, the shots change and then all the background noises fade slowly, like a slow transition from like say uh, the lake to a waterfall, you know, or like the waterfall would fade out while I do a shot in the school." And then mm. uh, later on, that didn't happen at all, and it was quick cut. I think it was just whatever was suitable at the time rather than like the same process you know uh but even again all that will have had to have been done by hand you know like someone will have faded mm. in and out the soundtrack mm. while uh, unless it was like literally composed over which sometimes it is i can't i've got the budget as well for this do you damn. know oh go on you can do it do you want to no 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 i was saying damn about like the last art form but go ahead oh right yeah sorry. damn i want I, I want to talk about the budget <laughs> sorry yeah no god sorry what do you think the budget was for this episode are we, are we just some film inflation uh this was at the time Oh Christ! I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um, do you want me to do, do? you want me to adjust it for inflation? Yes, so, please, no, if you can. Okay. Um, I'm not very good with this. Go on, have a guess while I Google it. Um, can I go per episode? Uh, well, bear in mind that it was like, you know, it was a short film. Uh, so well, we're, sorry, we're, it was going to be a TV one film. One point two million. Per episode, um, um, oh, I'm I'm gonna go for six hundred thousand. Uh, no, at the time it was uh, three point eight million dollars. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> so, so it was expensive. I I I thought you were implying that it was cheaply made. So now, an that, episode. Uh, that's ju- that- the pilot episode. That, that's more expensive than you know, like one that, so that is so now <laughs> it, now that would have cost seven point six million dollars. That's that's nearly close. That's nearly more than Game of Thrones. But it does look like I mean, apart from like the aspect ratio, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into the Snyder Cut, but uh, apart from the aspect <laughs> ratio, um, it looked like a film. It it like it actually looked like a film to me, or like it was. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not like low budget film. I'm not. I mean, I'm not somebody that has any experience behind a camera or anything. Yeah. But um, there were certain I, bits of sorry. Yeah. yeah. Go, no, go, go on. Go. No, I'm not having that again. No, that's it. That's that's. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm done. Like, like no. I said last time, I I do that thing where like I'll. Yeah. It's really distracting for guests. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the there was like shots of the. Um, I can't remember what that, the hotel was called. I, for some reason, I don't know if I forget that. The, but there's just certain shots of the waterfall and the lighting was just 
so like well done. I can't think of, but and also a very good shot mm-hmm. in the roadhouse when Bobby walks in. There's like a good well, like behind him. There's light coming from outside the door. That just really struck me. Yeah. When I watched it, there's just there is some really good David Lynch lighting that I don't know uh, yeah. uh, that every sprinkled in here and there and cool distinct shots. Um, I really like the shot where. Um, the, the like going down, going along the phone cord, the red phone cord. When like the tragedy, when they find out the parents, that was just a cool little. Yeah, actually, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. I like, I was too busy writing something else about that when that happened, but I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. Pay attention, stay alert. I know, I know. You're too busy cutting people off. I've got um I've got these reviews that you could like go back off. Um go you know, on like, before, but, but before we before we wrap up. Yeah, these two these two negative reviews cuz most of them were positive to be fair. But um here's one. And it says uh have not been a fan of Lynch ever, but but you're going to have to excuse the grammar as well cuz it's fucking <laughs> dire but but what the hell was that? The worst amateur cast presentation, one of the worst camera location and movement choices, amateur script, dialogues, and story can satisfy probably under 14 teenagers. Worst editing, what the F dot dot dot. Was Lynch... Was great. What, I'm guessing what is missing. What was Lynch doing as a director there? This is a disaster even for the 1990s. Didn't like that, did he? Ooh. <laughs> I'll say I can understand like the acting stuff because, again, it's not like it's great acting it's like cheap almost intentionally cheesy yeah yeah Yeah. it It serves the tone fits yeah fits the um fit for purpose isn't it like they're not because a lot of them haven't went on to do much have they like really not at this point anyway i know there's some characters that are like um i know the lady from jurassic park is in this later isn't she at some point am i right Uh, oh i see yeah um, but Wait, is it her? You, Am I thinking? You, of the right I'm not person? telling you. Yeah. <laughs> and again, the other the other review that I've got, which I kind of delved into before, is that honestly, I was so taken aback with the uh, over the top bad acting, cheesy lines, etc., that I had to come to IMDb and see how this thing was rated. Mm. I'm blown away to see nothing but incredible comments. I don't get it, and it's not the plot, storyline, or anything of the like. The acting is so, so bad. It just really takes away from anything else. The scene with Laura's mother reacting to her death is beyond bad. Her focused, oh, her forced emotions were so poorly delivered. The scene in the police station with Laura's boyfriend reacting to being accused of her death are laughably bad. Wow. So, so bad. I can understand all of that. Yeah. Because I can't, I'm pretty sure I was... I didn't get the tone the first time I watched this thing, and I yeah, it was like, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah, he I re- can understand that. He rated it three out of ten, and the first review I read uh, gave it a zero. Zero <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> Jesus, that's so nothing harsh, isn't it? Three point eight million dollars. That like nothing. <laughs> nothing. Absolute nope. tripe. Um, but yeah, they're the reviews that I've got anyway. But. Oh, yeah, sorry, carry on. I was doing a David there. <laughs> you think I killed her? I loved her! That was just like a kind of weirdly Shakespearean, very theatrical, that bit. Just bit, bits of, like, 
Uh, I, I wrote loads of down. Um, uh, what's it? You get introduced to Leo Johnson, who's the abusive husband to the young girl. Yes. He's like, I'll fuck you up if you bring like a different cigarette back here or something. Like, really over the top. That was that was kind of was, funny for me. Was was the cigarette thing? That I, I I kind of read that is that she's brought back. Who's the cool kid again? Sorry, I'm really Bobby. Bad with character. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. I I kind of I kind of got from that that she's actually brought Bobby back and he's been smoking his cigarettes. Bobby's yeah, I know, but like, yeah, is that what it was? Sorry. I yeah, it was it was like uh-huh. her like slipping up, but. It was just, I just thought he was so, I don't know, like the classic wife beater. Like, I'll yeah. break your fucking neck or something. He said, like, really. It, it, it yeah. did freak me out when, uh, when they were in the car together and they saw his, uh, is his it, truck. Is it a truck? Yeah. Uh, they saw his uh, truck and just freaked out. And I was like, oh, yeah. what happened there? And then you kind of, you click on the words. The sound, the music there is like very sudden and like, what the hell? Yeah. I can't remember exactly. It's the... like high-pitched strings, isn't it? Like yeah, it was like a ho- it was like a horror movie, wasn't it? Like, oh my god! Good points. That's that bit kind of because I'm I'm like actually terrified of um, shock horror films. You know? Yeah. Like uh, I mean, which is handy because they're usually shite anyway. But like yeah. they're um, <laughs> just the jump scares. Yeah. Yeah, jump scares. Fucking. I'm just like so. What am I scared? Oh, yeah. What am I scared of? Jump scares, a razor head, and um, <laughs> space. But uh, yeah. It um, took me off guard some of the bits. At the end, I o- I almost like, you know, when you just have a feeling there's going to be a shock coming up and I just like, thankfully I was alone, so I managed to like grab a pillow and put it in front of my face. Just in oh, case. David. <laughs> just in oh, case. Nice. I know, yeah, wait until we do like the Haunting of Hill House or something like that, man, because mm. I, fucking hell, man. I had sleep paralysis after I watched that. It fucking freaked me out so bad. I watched a review on um, St. Maud when, when me and David actually went when he was up here. Um, we shouldn't say that, even though I work in a COVID test in the study. But he, um, <laughs> we, uh, uh, we we watched that. Is, is there any jump scares in that? Um, There's one jump scare. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was, I, I was just being silly. I was thinking, like, am I answering the question? I haven't seen it. You can do if you want. No, David. no. That, that film looked... Free, free that film didn't look... I mean, you said it, it didn't... You said in that review that it wasn't too jump scary. The one with uh, I am thinking of the right film, the one with the uh, the nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looked really interesting, and and I wouldn't have known about it unless you um without watching well, the I've review. Done a good thing. Yeah, you have. You have. I truly. To more, yeah. to more keener. But there was um, cool. Is is there anything else you wanted to say before I do um my little wrap up? Uh, uh, no. A whole bit of Cooper's uh his. Like emotional intuition that's like a returning theme uh in the episode like people there's not like much is people like reading emotions and like seeing the truth in people's like the the genuine people's genuine nature so there's mm. cooper seeing it in bobby there's just there's i'm not it continues on throughout the whole thing um but also I don't know the way. There's two kind of realizations we've already talked about the when the father finds out, but how there's nothing. It's never directly said that it's happened, but he just sees the sheriff and he goes Sheriff Truman and he says that so that the wife hears mm-hmm. that that she that he's that the the sheriff's come to see him, and then she, all the wife hears is the phone dropping, and they all just know, and it's similar in the um the school the. Uh, the classroom when they they just you just see the empty chair and they just know yeah they just clock on uh, 
well, yeah, what happens? The police, the, the two police officers walk in and then, um, oh, how, what, how do they figure it out? Just, it's just the police officers and then, uh, they're asking for Laura or, no, they're asking for, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> it's going to be good, an announcement. It is a good something. scene though. And Betty just starts bursting into tears. Yeah, I like that. Isn't it, Betty? You can just tell, like, you know, you can tell that, that, that they're friends or that they're connected to her without any dialogue. So <laughs> I called cool. her Betty, it's Donna, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Donna Kebab. Um, I guess w- I have got one last uh, question for you, Bacho, before we end. Um, do you, Have you watched, uh, like, the return of it as well? The 2017 oh, yeah. one on Showtime? I'll tell you, that's why I'm, I'm so eager to rewatch it. Mm. Why's that? And I, I'm not. I'm not giving you a command, but if you have, I watched it at the perfect time where I'd seen all of David Lynch's other stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's such a cool idea for returning after. Well, I don't know how much. Like it did come back after twenty-five years. Yeah, and it, is there a line or something which I say I'll see you in twenty-five years or something? I can't. I don't want to say anything, but it's just so <laughs> brilliant. I d- out, yeah, it's it's. Ugh, I can't. I don't want to. I can't. I don't. I feel like people need to discover it for themselves. But it's so fucking brilliant. Well, and yeah, it made me love the whole whole thing. I reckon by the next time you're on, I'll have watched the whole thing for sure. I reckon. No, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So whatever we talk about next time will completely be just. It'll be Twin Peaks in disguise, yeah. won't it? Mm. Um, well, what do you think the IMDb rating is for this? Or have you already, do you already know? Uh, I've got it for the episode. I think I can check. I think I remembered. So I just... Okay, so, so, so everyone knows. Okay, so yeah. it's 8.8 uh, for, for the show. For the, cool. For the show. Um, <laughs> brilliant. An eight point, so... Yeah, 8.9 for the episode. Yeah. But it's like reviews of like a few different versions of the same episode. So it's a little bit convoluted. Yeah. It was only 14,000 people rated it as well. So Cool. But no, it's sick. I like, if I act like... And would you recommend it? I absolutely. Guess. I guess you're going into that. Totally stands the test of time. I think it's pioneering, actually, to be fair. I'd like, it, um, still unique <coughs> now, 30 years on. So, yeah. fair play to do. I'd rec- yeah. I'd recommend it to a certain types of people. I suppose when you think recommending, you think like like your friends who you'd recommend it to. There is, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it like on an overall level because it's just I kind of like with a just expect don't just expect something different, but also I can't really quant- exactly say. But it's just it's hard to recommend for me. But yeah. I do. I think it's an excellent show, and it's one of my favorite pilots now. I totally get that not a lot of people would. I, I I can't even imagine at the time. I mean, it must have been like so fucking like out there for the time, you know, mm. that um, I bet a lot of people did hate it, you know. I, I, I'm going to kind of um, piggyback on your point, Bacho. I don't think I would recommend it, not because it's bad. It's because I think a lot of... Um, a lot of people I'd know would hate it. Yeah. If we're going f- from that, just like you said, I, I think you kind. I, 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 I even I can't even put it into words, but there's just something about it I could understand. Like, yeah, I can imagine a lot of people hating this. 
but I, I, I personally, I, I, I do. I think, I think once we've had this conversation, and like, yeah. I, I think I've come to the conclusion that I really like it. Yeah. So I can't yeah. get triggered if, but like, if I had a friend who I like was saying, "Oh, you gotta watch it, um, please." I don't. I couldn't tri- get get triggered from them like saying it's absolutely awful because I can kind of understand or at least yeah, saying the acting them, shit. I can't like get mad at it because I kind of understand it, and it's not like Breaking Bad where you can. I feel like almost everyone can enjoy that or like a game of thrones is a bit more maybe broader but like or it was but it's not it's not that it's not it's not very accessible yeah well i i i think it's easy to follow plot wise it's just the the tones the the kind of the weirdness the the characters might put a lot of people off and go eh what's this this is weird is the acting well, that's what a lot of people go off i think there's People love like realism and like Oscar-y sort of Queen's Gambit and stuff like that. Oh, I can't, <laughs> sorry, I can't just dis- but there's a certain thing, a there's a certain the modern yeah. it's, it's a good show, but like that's yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you could tell that, that could be very successful. Digest. It, it doesn't yeah. challenge you, I guess. Then again, does this I I don't know. It's 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 a hard show to kind of figure it out. It challenges you it? intellectually. I think yeah. it challenges you in terms of like there's a there's a different sort of storytelling to we're kind of deconstructing shows and stuff and I'm also being very pretentious but no I, th- I think it is kind of what I've got there's a lot of meta meta stuff going on meta commentaries different weird stuff but yeah it's, it's quite hard to digest so yeah again it's it's similar like you wouldn't recommend Razorhead to many people unless you're like a, <laughs> unless you're like a film buff or nah, you fuck know, no. yeah. kind of kind of tuned in a bit because I watched Razorhead and I thought Christ, I bet so many people fucking hate this film, <laughs> and I com- and I completely agree. But I personally like it because I'm pretentious like that. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, um, cool. Well, I guess we'll do that. Um, Batcho, is there anything you've got down the pipeline for your uh, YouTube channel? If anyone uh, doesn't yeah, know, yeah. that but Batcho has an absolutely great YouTube channel. He does um, film reviews and such. Have you? Yeah. So have you got anything you want to talk about? Please, please watch <laughs> me. No. Um. Yeah, yeah. Go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, the next surfing Netflix is coming soon, uh, Thursday night, because I did like a week thing. That that's like the uh, uh, they're fairly uh, they're all right. Um, they're just kind of <laughs> pissing around, sort of tried not to make it reaction content. I was like, oh my god, is it like a new? Um, did you film like a new segment of it? Because I knew no. the last few you'd cut up from one session. It's one week that I'm still cutting from, and this wow, is cool. Thursday because it was Monday to Friday. I've still got Thursday and Friday to do, and Thursday Thursday's almost done. I kind of just want to get it done with because mm-hmm. it's going to get more dated. <laughs> it's kind of weird what, what I did. Sh- I thought, what, what, yeah. what shows do you review in it? I don't really review. I just watch like twenty minutes. Of... Oh, sorry, watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I just sort of take. I don't know. I've got a very cynical thing where it comes to like most shows i i've and netflix and i i'm a bit like pissed off at the old overall lack of individuality i guess to just all the shows and i because i was like struggling so long for two i know very in a lot of pain here but i was always struggling to like find good shows after i'd watched like twin peaks there was like after I saw the light, Jesus. Mm. <laughs> but no, like, it's just, it's hard to, it's so, and yeah, I kind of, I'm always sort of commenting on the, like, genericness of it or what I think. And I usually, I do kind of, sometimes I watch a full episode and, 
like uh, give it a bit more of a chance. But sometimes I'm like, okay, this is kind of just shit, and I'm not getting into this. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I get what this is going for. This is sort of it's it's entertaining, but it's not. I just don't like it. And I when yeah. you can tell immediately what a show's going for, even before it, the episode ends, and I feel like you you can usually be right when you assume those things and if 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 you're not right the thing that will happen was you'll find like some cult following it has or you'll find some sort of thread any i don't know there's just ways to find out really but yeah it's just me shitting all over everyone's favorite netflix shows (laughs) being a cynical douchebag so cool so yeah if if you if you want to check out batcher it's um obviously Batcher on YouTube, um, and you, you 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 got your Instagram, and you're on Letterbox as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah. If you. You don't have to follow that. That's just. Why not? Nah. Don't follow Letterbox. You put your, I'm, 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 I'm trying to sell you Batcher, and you're just like, nah, I'm shit, me. Don't no. Follow that. <laughs> no, okay, I'll be. Uh, yeah, I've done a pretty yeah, good amazing, job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reviewing things. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Done a, awesome. Yeah, done, <laughs> I've done a pretty good yeah. job. Yeah, with certain stuff. Cool. So, so, so of course, check Batch out. And if, if you want to send us anything, we'll literally read it out and, um, you know, ask us what we want to review next or what, what you want us to do when we when we next have Batch on, um, what, however long that'll be. It was, it was six weeks this time, wasn't it? Six or seven weeks. Six. We did actually say six weeks yeah. we were going to have in between. Yeah. So mm. if you want to get in contact on, on our anchor page, you can send us a voice message or send us a message on our uh, socials on Twitter and Instagram and all that. And I guess we'll see you Some, next week. Someone should pick the one that the three of us do, but a good one. None of this like Nickelodeon sitcom shit. Like. Yeah. <laughs> a good yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just, just send us what send us whatever really um we, we love hearing back from you and uh, i guess i'll see you next week bye-bye yeah and thanks for watching see you later bye-bye Bye.